This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you like to get off your chest right now? Are you feeling lonely, unappreciated, or misunderstood? When you keep these feelings bottled up, they can affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and work through whatever is weighing you down. It's a great way to increase your self-awareness, change negative thought patterns, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Be Here Now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Be Here Now. Welcome to the New Growth Podcast with Nikki Walton. Join her as she explores divine love as a key to spiritual growth, empowered service, and inner and outer success. If you'd like to support Nikki's podcast, please visit BeHereNowNetwork.com forward slash Nikki. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of New Growth. I am your host, Nikki Walton, and we are continuing with the teacher series today. And I am very honored to have with me Miss Byron Katie, who is an international teacher, best-selling author of many, many books, including one that we'll be reading together this month in my reading and meditation club that we affectionately refer to as hashtag read with love. The book we're reading of hers is A Thousand Names for Joy. It's one of my favorites. I found it in 2014, I believe, um, actually right after I found Ramana Maharshi and the self-inquiry, the Atmavachara that he was pointing to or trying to get me to see and I could not see. And so I guess maybe I was Googling one day about self-inquiry and like what that looks like and how it's supposed to look. And is it a mantra? Or, you know, what is this? And I I believe that's how I stumbled upon Miss Byron Katie's work. And I, those simple questions, which she's going to share with you herself, really helped me to grasp what, who am I, which was Ramana's famous question, Sri Ramana's famous question, like what that was pointing to, this piece that all of these thoughts and turbulence come and go inside of. Um, also like ancient teachings like Adi Shankara and um, Yoga Vasishtha, which I only found recently, you know, they talk about a form of self-inquiry. But for me, the way the work introduces it to you, it makes it very accessible. It's very practical and it works. The work works. So <laughs> join me in welcoming Byron Katie to New Growth. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be here. Thank you. You know, I have so many questions, like personal, like selfish kind of questions, questions from the women that I work with every day. But I want to just launch right into who are you historically? Like what started you on this path of enlightenment? What's your enlightenment story? You know, um, three children, a divorce, um, uh, depression, like a 10-year super, super duper hole that I could not find my way out of. Mm. And so most of my thoughts were about how to escape it. 
how to end my life. Mm-hmm. And um, with three children, you know, it always balances back to how will it affect them? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, too painful for me to breathe. Yeah. And thoughts like they would be better off without me. Mm-hmm. But one day, as I lay sleeping on the floor, Nikki, mm-hmm. I... I, I I was sleeping on the floor because I didn't believe I even deserved a bed. Wow. That is depression. And I don't want anyone to ever have to go any deeper into depression than they already are. So Mm -hmm. that's what I love spending uh, about spending my time with you today. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, for both of us, it's worth sharing just for what it's worth. So people know it's available. Yes. But um, um, as I lay sleeping on the floor, a cockroach actually crawled, crawled over my foot. I was in a dead sleep. Oh, my goodness. And as it crawled over my foot, I know, I know, I know. Why would anyone sane share that? They could change the name of the bug or something. Yeah, yeah, right. But that's how it was. And, 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 And from this dead sleep, as that happened, I, I woke up from that, from that, from the night's sleep. Mm-hmm. I opened my eyes and before the ego could fill the space in, mm. I saw how my world was created. And when I saw that, in that moment, the work was born because it's not just for one of us. If it works for one of us, it belongs to all of us because it's a gift that came freely. What do we do with the gift? We pass it on. Beautiful. So I I saw how how my world was created. I saw that when I believed my thoughts, I suffered. When I did not believe them, I didn't suffer. And I've come to see this is true for every human being. And and so I pass on exactly that and I leave it for other people to discover as they sit in these questions and these four questions, it allows them to be on the floor questioning what they're believing in the moment. And um, um, let's see, what else can I say about that? Other than it works mm. for millions of people, they're just passing it on one to the other. It's yes. like, like a torch we're just passing on, and yes. it's not for everyone, and it's for some of us. And and but I believe that that people have a right to know that that there are wonderful ways in the world. Mm. And what I love about this work is it it it's there's there are no requirements attached to it. It's always free on my website as well. And you do so many sessions, like live sessions with people too. Oh, every, every, Monday through Thursdays for one hour, come rain or shine, Monday through Thursday. And it's just, it's, it's just meeting the world like that online from every, I mean, the, the, um, the countries that show up. in that and we all have the same in the thing in common he doesn't care about me she doesn't understand there's something wrong with me there's you know it's there are no new stressful thoughts and those are the things we're handing down Mm -hmm. and so my mother said Byron Kathleen and 
I just basically said goo goo gaga as a little child. <laughs> and she kept saying Byron Kathleen. And then there was one moment, it meant nothing to me. And there was that moment I believed it. Mm. And in that moment, my identity was born. And yeah, then yeah. I, I, am. I am Byron Katie. I have a mother. I have siblings and and a, a house and 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 <laughs> just, exactly. just the whole oh. storyline of the so whole movie. I, and so my mother didn't do that to me. She didn't inflict that on me. She made a statement. That's what she believes or not, who knows? But I believed it. So I am responsible for my world, my identity, who I believe you to be, who I believe the world to be. That's all mine. And until I become responsible for it, if there's anyone or anything in this world that I am not connected to out of a sense of understanding, out of a sense of understanding, mm -hmm then, you know, I, I think a, a term for that is love because there's no fear in understanding. Yes. In the kind of understanding I'm talking about, there's a connection. And so if there's anything less than that in my life, I question what I'm thinking and believing about that human being or that situation. And I have a really good life. That is powerful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you oh, for sharing. And oh, I want to I want to take it back to that moment that you said when you woke up on the floor and there was like a space and then everything else you saw fill in for the first time. What was that yeah. space? Can you like the yeah. essence of who, what you are? Tell me how that expresses there. It was filled in of its own. It's on its own, like it is for all of us. Mm -hmm. But without what, without me believing anything onto it, I was shown. So what it was like, Nikki, let's see, what was, what was it like? I'm on the floor. And I wake up with a start and I see the bug crawl across the floor and over, over my ankle, but it wasn't my ankle. Mm. There was no eye there. There was no identification there. I was a witness. And so I, physical body, uh, it, there was nothing personal about it. Mm. it. It could have been your body, his body, her body. It, it, it. But anyway, honey, I looked up at um, through the window. There was a window there. And I could see the ceiling and the walls and the window and the clouds through the window and the sky through the window. And that witness I talked about, mm -hmm. there was no judgment, not even the name. Mm. It was an image with no meaning. And then I didn't do it, but words, names were believed onto those apparent yeah. objects. And that's when I began to laugh. It was though I got the joke. <laughs> it was Absolutely. just, and, and I, it had been a long time since I'd really laughed, you know, <laughs> a few years. And for the laughter to come out um, without it being stopped, or it was, I didn't know how long it was going to laugh. Wow. But it, it certainly was time. You could and see it was, how it, was it had formed. How it had how you had caused your own suffering, like unknowingly. Yeah, a little you. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to know the rest of it, I, it's like 
rather than I, it was like it stood up. Yeah. It walked. It walked in through a door and turned left and faced the wall. There was a mirror on the wall. Mm. And I looked in the mirror and, of course, no recognition. Mm. And I looked more closely and the eyes that in that image yeah. and, and me looking at it. It, looking at it, yes, Nikki, you beautiful soul. Something happened. It's as though I fell in love. It was like it was like it was like light. It just went from my eyes to the image in the mirror mm. and fell in love with itself. Itself falling in love with itself. Yeah. And I have to say that in hindsight, because there was no self, right. it was only this experience of unconditional love meaning for no reason for no reason love no purpose love it's just you know it's it's just itself it loves itself and things are coming and going inside of it and those are love too I mean I could feel that as soon as we got on today um, I could feel that love I am in this love I see it all over you where you oh, are. Beautiful. Well, your your listeners must have a very open mind for you to call me up. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I just wonder how this sounds to 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 some of your listeners. Yeah, you know, you know we, we, we um, pretty weird. I started in outer beauty with natural hair, learning to love our highly textured hair. And then because of my own spiritual journey, traveled inward, like inner beauty. And Uh then as I continue to go inward, of course, you go beyond even that, right? And so now it's transcendent beauty. And a lot of them have followed me into this. They've gone from outer to inner to transcendent because we've all aged and we've come, you know, we are going through that divorce. You know, we do have kids like we're going through these life shakeups. And you're questioning your identity and you look up and you're like, wait, these are all of, this is just thought, all of it. And the same fear that comes up, it's just that same creature with different costumes, you know, dressed up different people coming, but it's that same sensation that it seems to cause inside. Symbols, the ego at work, fear. Mm. You know, just, oh my goodness. Fear is an illusion. That's what I hear you saying, basically. Mm -hmm. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. all a state of mind. Yes. How do you deal with fear if it still comes to visit? Like if it knocks at the door in the form of uh, something, (laughs) like something that would press a button where you are? You know, I, I, I think it's the people we're closest to, the ones we live with. Yes. And they'll bring up and it won't, we wouldn't name it fear. Like, let's say um, someone I live with says um, in a harsh voice, why did you do that? Of course, there's no one here that it's just an example of, from, the, from <laughs> right, a, right. Yeah, an old life. But, but oh, I know honey, my, my, um, my husband at the time when I had this experience on the floor. I didn't recognize him, didn't recognize my children, didn't, but, but to meet them was just a state of grace. It was, but anyway, my husband was very large and big belly and, and he liked to say cuss words a lot. Mm -hmm. And, and um, just as a part of like who he was, but me being agoraphobic all those years and, and almost impossible for me to even leave my 
bedroom. I'm so frightened, so full of fear. So now there is a woman after the experience on the floor that I'm not in bed. I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the living room. I'm, and maybe I'm sitting in the living room. He's still so worried about me and rightfully so after all those years. But I'm, I, for example, would stand up and just start walking out the door. And he would say, where the hell do you think you're going, Kate? Mm. Just, just, now that's fear. Yes. He was frightened. And, And what I heard was, what an amazing question. Where in the hell do I think I'm going? I could just hear the question. But that's the inquiring mind. Mm-hmm. And he might say, what, in the, what is the matter with you? And I think, there's something the matter with me. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Just completely open to something being the matter. And it's, it's like meditating, like anything yeah. anyone could say was up for inquiry. And and those of those of your listeners that that have the thought like we all have it sometime in our life, I did it wrong. If if in this practice, as we sit in, is it true? One of the four questions, like there's something matter with me. Is it true? It begins. I mean it. It ends in a question mark automatically. Whether yes. well, there's something the matter with me feels inside like there's something the matter with me. That question mark on the end, everything dissolves into that question mark as a result of sitting in the simple practice of inquiry. That and it's so powerful. practical. Like he doesn't care about me. Turned around. I don't care about him. And then to meditate in that and to witness how any lack of kindness in me uh, in association with him or her or them or the world. And, you know, Nikki, where it's so powerful is it's not just when I'm with you or my husband or people in the world. An example might be at night, as we lay in bed with ourselves, when people come to our mind, our children, our family, our spouses, our, 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 the people on television, it, it does, when they come to mind, am I mean-minded? Now, other people can afford to be mean-minded beat me minded Mm -hmm. but that is the opposite of our heart the opposite of our true nature so guilt is the effect and we don't even know it's guilt because we can justify what we're believing about someone exactly so even when they come to our head it's it's the next time we see them we're going to put that story on them silently so we never know who we run into. We never know who we're talking to. We never know because we're talking to who we believe them to be right. as opposed to who they are. We don't listen. We're so busy believing. So we can witness 
who and what they are without our stories. Yes. Which is how you witnessed that room when you woke up that night. Never and changes, never moves. That is amazing. Yeah. For me, when I, so when I started asking that question, like, is this thought true? Is it true? Yeah. Um, it would throw me out of the picture, like what you said, into that witness position. But what oh, I noticed right. is that I had to be awake. I had to be woke enough to be able to even ask the question. So if you are doing the work, and we're going to go over those four questions in a moment, guys. But if you're doing the work, it's like you're also practicing staying where your feet are because you can't do the work unless you're awake. You have to be aware enough to see these thoughts coming and going. You have to already be in that witness. has to be an honest question. I can say it's true and not mean it. That's not woke. Exactly. But when I ask, is it true? Is it true? I want to be shown. Yes. And your mind gets quiet naturally, right? When you say, is it true? There, For me, there's a space of, is it? And like you said, everything dissolves in that question mark. Everything dissolves and then it's quiet. And then for me now, because I've been doing it for so long and it's so automatic that it the piece is just there. Like the question mark becomes the piece or is the piece. I recognize that the piece was always and, already there. And, and I was just lost. <laughs> and in that space, in that silent, you're sitting in the question and the truth meets the oh, yes. It shows you. But if I say, is it true and don't mean it, wisdom like that won't bother. It's there not crazy. It's wisdom. It won't exactly. meet the question. Exactly. So the I love that. To the question will be ego produced. Mm. But the question, do you really want to know the truth? You know, it takes courage. And mm. and like you and I have, have set in inquiry and in the practice, and we know there's nothing to fear. In fact, it's the extreme opposite. Mm-hmm. But what happens in inquiry is our identities begin to shift and yes. we become kinder, more caring human beings. And the ego wants to take that over um, for beginners, let's say. And mm-hmm. it says, you know, if if you're not fearful, you're not going to be okay. You're, you know, this is stupid. This isn't safe. Mm -hmm. That's just one more thing to question. Exactly. Put your armor on. You know, people will walk all over you if you're just showing up as love, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen all those questions come, you know, like the question of, is, is this the way, you know, it's crazy. Like, let's just go back to where we were. Where did you (laughs) come from? (laughs) You are head on. You are on. This is all I do. This is it. This has been my life. Well, it's been my life really since I was like seven. I was raised Catholic and they had no answers for me in the church. And so I started doing my own research at the library. And then of course I got swept away in the Nikki story for years. In college, I was introduced to Buddhism. I kind of was into it, but not really. But then with some success that I gained in the world with this beauty stuff, I had everything that they told me I should want to be happy. And I acquired it all and I was not happy. It's like, I'm all those things. Where's the happiness? Where's the happiness? I'm not seeing, it's like, it's always right around the corner. It's like, where's the reward? Right, exactly. And so then it's like Tole, um, Muji, you, and then um, Ramana Maharshi and, you know, all of these other teachers and the deeper, like these Indian teachings that I had never known. And then these Christian mystics that I had never known about, you know, from the 1600s and Everything was just pointing back to this this glimpse that I had in 2013, which like you, it felt like 
there was the scene with no labels. And I was there, but not as Nikki. There was still a sense of being. It was like the sense of being was manifesting as that scene. Mm-hmm. And it, I was not there as Nikki. The I expanded to include everything. A selfless state of mind. Yes, yes, yes. So beautiful. Exactly. And that so happens beautiful. with that inquiry. So then I'd say, is this, is this thought true? Or who am I? Or it could be any question for me now because it's so right there on the surface that as soon as there's a it's, stopping. This question, who am I? And in hearing you um, um, mention Ramana mm-hmm. um, Maharshi. Yes. Who am I? Okay, so how would I put this? It it would be like, um, who am I? Okay. I had breakfast with Stephen this morning. That's Mm -hmm. who I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have dinner with Stephen in the future, this this, this evening. Mm -hmm. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now there are one and then there's me thinking it too. Mm-hmm. And then there's me at dinner. Mm-hmm. So there are three of me. So that's, there's, that's not it. Yep. Okay. So our minds can only see this movie, this dreamed earth, this dreamed world in, in shadows of past future. Yes. And that is who we believe us to be. Yes. So this work that you and I are both so filled in is, is or deleted. <laughs> yes, <laughs> deleted in. <laughs> it's just to be awake to that dream. And yeah. who am I? Well, not that, not that, not that. Oh, you know, this morning I walked, it was so wonderful. Not that. Not that. Because I could see the the trees. (laughs) See the but it's in my mind's eye. Any not now is the dream. And it doesn't mean we can enjoy the dream. We're just no longer asleep to it. And that's what the work has given us and all the other beautiful things that you mentioned. It all we we it all takes us to the same place. Yeah, the awakened mind. It is. But so who am I? Another way of asking it is, it, it, you know, when we ask, it's like, who am I not? Not that, not mm-hmm. that, not that, mm-hmm. not that. Because to name it, we miss it. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's the not now mind. Exactly. Yeah, who am I? That question was very difficult for me, like I said in the beginning. And your teaching really brought it down to earth for me to actually be able to put it to practice. And then I could later in hindsight see what he was pointing to. Um, yes, yes. I'd like for you to go into your questions too for them at home that may not be familiar, like a crash course in how this looks. And maybe we could even do like an example of, um, uh, let's say we've been talking about spouses. So let's say they live with um, their husband who gets in bad moods. That's something that people write me about all the time. Their mood is affected by the person that they live in the same house with. And so, so they, they, might, they might have the thought, he hurt my feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or he was cruel. Uh, he doesn't understand me. Uh, there's something wrong with him. Uh, you know, these thoughts, they spin out 
with no break, even though we think there's a break, they spin out with no break because the ego requires it. Because without that kind of speed, the uh, people on the floor experience, as I was describing, uh, was my uh, experience on the floor, wherever we are. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't care about me. Let's say he's cruel and uh, we all go to our own imaginations when we have that thought about someone or um, he doesn't care about me, but which one would you, like, he was cruel. Let's do, yeah, that was cruel. He was cruel or like, yeah, something like, I don't deserve this, like something in that line of. Yeah, some of you listening have had, um, when you think he was cruel, you see physical abuse. Some of you see verbal abuse and some of you, um, you know, we all see what we see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was, he was cruel to me. Okay. And everyone just put that on yourselves, your own situation, your own time and place. So I see me in the kitchen with my Husband Paul, that I spoke of earlier, he was he was cruel to me. So now I'm meditating there. All those years ago, I can see the two of us standing in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I hear the words out of his mouth, his accusations. He was cruel to me. Is it true? There are only four questions. The first one is, is it true? The second one is, can I really know that it's true? So this gives me two chances to get still and meditate in that moment and become aware of what he said, the expression on his face, to be aware of what I said and did, the expressions on my face and body language, attitude. So he was cruel to me. Is it true? Yes. And no trick question here. We're just looking for the truth. It's either yes or no. It's got to be one syllable. Mm -hmm. But yes or no, we're just looking for the truth. So only your answer, not right or wrong answers, only your own. So I'm really checking that time and place out with him. He said something cruel. He's being cruel to me. I'm checking it out again. Can I really know that it's true? He's being cruel to me in his words. Okay, so I find my answer. All of you find yours. And I found a no that doesn't always happen. But we really get two chances and basically the same question. and. At first, it was three questions that I offered, but I split the, the, the first one up. So mm. it really holds us and is it true? Mm. Okay, and then continuing to meditate there. The third question is, how do I react? Not how does he react or we react. How do I react? What happens when I believe the thought? He's being cruel to me. Okay, so now I see myself there. I'm looking at me. I can even see me through his eyes. It gives me 
on a better view, or maybe I'm standing across the room looking at me or and mm. as I answer the question, or maybe I can just be still as I was then, just be still and become aware of how do I react when I believe the thought in that situation that he's being cruel to me. Now I see my face. It's, it, it, it feels and looks contorted. Mm. I'm pointing my finger at him. I'm extremely loud. I'm out of control. I'm, I'm accusing him. I don't let him get a word in edgewise. I plead. Mm -hmm. I feel tightness in my shoulders near my chest. My neck and chin and jaw, mm -hmm. really tense. I think at the top of my stomach, you know, kind of the top of my stomach, my lower chest, I, I feel nausea. It's so tight. It feels like strings just being stretched. Mm. And now I'm following how far down how much of my body as I follow that emotion is involved in that emotion. You know, we're afraid of our feelings. So it takes some courage to sit in yes. and track this and then just let, allow those feelings to be. Mm. So that the next time it happens, I'm not so fearful. I'm not so alarmed. And I don't think we know we're fearful or alarmed, but it's horrifying as I sit in it, what I went through emotionally. Mm. How do I react? What happens when I believe the thought he was, he's being cruel to me? I look at all the times in the past I'm not looking at them. They're just in my mind's eye. The past images, that dream that Nikki and I pointed to earlier, where he's cruel. All the times of the past, maybe not all of them, but I, I, they're being shown to me. Mm -hmm. And then I see the images of the future, which it's never going to stop. He's never going to change. In fact, it's getting worse. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's, it's yeah, becoming worse in the future. I see that. So I'm witnessing the movie and how I react, how I treat him. Okay, so now I'm moving from the question. I feel like I have given it the time it deserves and the courage it takes to sit in the answer to that question. How do I react when I believe the thought? So now I'm moving to the last question. Who would I be in that same situation? So I'm staying there. I'm anchored in that time and place. That's how to do this work. Who would I be without the thought he's being cruel to me? So now I've taken my story off of him. My story off of me, and I'm witnessing. 
He looks frightened. His face is really red. It's odd. I see he doesn't want to hurt me. He's lying to me. It's almost as though he doesn't want me to see him in a lesser light. Mm. Never know what we're going to find when we sit in this. Yeah. Who would I be with him in that same situation without the thought? He's being cruel to me. I see how frightened he is. It's almost as though he's frightened of losing me or losing his whatever respect I have for him. Mm. Many ways to lose me. I can see now how he tried to quiet me. Almost tender, and then I see me attack him again. Mm. How does, would I be without the thought he? So I sit in this, and maybe the phone rings, and it's something I need to tend to. Mm -hmm. And I answer the phone. And maybe the rest of the day, I'm witnessing who would I be without the thought he's being cruel to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm witnessing this, these questions can live in us. Yes. If we really want to be free of self, all the cruelty in us, in, 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 in my life. To live without cruelty. Mm. Only love. And uh, yes, and I was obviously cruel and I was so justified. Okay, so those are the four questions. We meditate in them. And then I invite people to do what I did, which is I try opposites on. Mm. They're, they're incredible, but they're like... You're buying a new pair of shoes in the shoe store and you want to try them, make sure they fit before you pay for them, walk out of the store in them. So he is being cruel to me, turned around. I'm being cruel to him. Now, maybe that's not true. It, it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to meditate in. I was being cruel to him. I'm going to be there now, anchored in that same situation, in that time and place, that argument with Paul. And I've had a big dose in that third question of how I treated him. Mm-hmm. And this is another opportunity to own that. And as I do that, I begin to experience that I was the cause of my suffering, and maybe not intellectually, but I begin to get in touch with that, that wordless experience. I was cruel to him. And I take time out for that. The first time I ever heard that or saw that written from you blew my mind. Like it blew it wide open to be able to turn it 
back around. And for me, almost every time, that's true. <laughs> I can. It's a mirror for me. It yeah. is for me too. I am who I believe you to be in the moment. Yes. I believe you see yes, that. yes, 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 yes. The yeah. first time I shared that on Instagram, there were some people that were like, hell no, that's not at all what's happening. <laughs> and I'm like, sit with it. Sit yeah. with it for a minute. What you're seeing over there. And that person, you got it. <laughs> and also, it's like, if if that's what it's all about, I want no part of that. Exactly, right. That's why I say it does take courage. Oh, but yeah, ultimately, yeah. I'm the only help I've ever had because no one knows their way into me. Yeah. Not the most loving human in the world. Um, I could be with the most loving human being in the world. And if I believed my thoughts onto them, you know, I'm going to miss that person. I'm going to miss it. Every time. Yeah. So um, he's being cruel to me. He's being kind to me. Mm. And that can burn like someone yes. burns you with a hot cigarette. All of these generals. Yes. But I'm not, it doesn't mean it's true. He was, he was um, kind to me. I'm just trying it on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so meditating in that situation, in the kitchen, he was kind to me. And takes a very open mind just to find, just to be there now. And own what we see without making it up, just authentically being there. And we're all doing it all the time. And, and and what happens without inquiry is we're building a case against that person. And we become hurtful and bitter and old and mean and justified. And justified. justified. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this loosens it up. Like you said, like when you're trying on all these different pairs of jeans, these different thoughts, it's loosening, loosening up your belief in thoughts altogether and right? connecting me to this poor man yes yes and he was lying to me you know he 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 it was a fact and then you know i saw something else in that second question mm-hmm. but yeah he lied to me but it doesn't mean I can't love. Right. The love is there always. Even was, when Nikki is not happy, <laughs> there's love there. Yeah. Moments too. And it's not really about him. Yeah. This is all about me and how, what moves me from love. That's on me. Exactly. It doesn't matter whether they did the deed or not, or said what they said or did what they did. What I'm thinking and believing that is that could use a little work that's causing me suffering, you know, I, I just have to take it to paper. Yeah. And and then um, f- for your listeners, I have a judge your neighbor worksheet, and there are six questions. It's free on the work.com. You just you just go there, it's on the home page, and just click it. But it's um, there are six questions on it. Now, you mentioned that you practice Buddhism for a while. There are four noble truths. Mm. The first one is, um, and you can catch me if I'm off on it, but the first one is there's suffering in the world. So we can all agree as we look back at our life, and some of us suffering now, 
during our time together, Nikki. Mm -hmm. But there's suffering in the world. Yes, we agree. The second noble truth, there's a cause of this suffering. Well, on that judge your neighbor worksheet, we're going to go back to that painful situation. Just like I did, just like you do. We go back to that painful situation and we collect the thoughts we were thinking and believing then because that was the cause of my suffering then. And to wake me up to that then, there. Yes, yes. The next time it comes to mind, he is no longer an enemy. Right. That past is leaves me love filled. Yes. yes. Con- you took your power back. You took your power back. Yes. Every time it comes back. Now, if the memory comes back and I'm still resentful, I can see my work's not done. Yep. So I go back, collect the cause of my suffering then and question it from here now. Okay. So the second noble truth, there is a way out of this suffering. And, um, and there's a cause for suffering. Then the third one is there is a way out of this suffering. And for me, that's what I'm, um, that's what we're both sharing today. It's what, what for me, I saw on the floor. Yes. And, and, um, and here's how is the fourth, is the fourth, um, noble truth and they call that buddhism mm. and and you mentioned the catholic church they call it you know that religion and and we all you know there are many ways to go home yes. in in this world yes and uh, what i love about inquiry is it doesn't require anything but an open mind and we can take it into our catholicism we can take it we can take it to our children and in other words this is something that lives inside of us that's nameless yeah you have a children's book too don't you yeah i have that i just when you said that i'm like i own that i have that it's powerful too kids love that book so much and so do adults yes i as an adult i got it for myself in the beginning of course i've shared it with them but I think like when teachers make a children's book, I always get it because that's the teaching distilled down to like the barest essence. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger, tiger, is it true? Yes. Tiger, tiger, is it true? I remember reading that to my daughter many years ago. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you so much for all of this wisdom. Boy, it is so much fun catching up with you. You are amazing. You know, I want to ask you about A Thousand Names for Joy. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be discussing this this month, my group. Um, What would you like for us to walk away with? There's so many amazing pointings inside. Number 16, I think, continues to be like one of my favorites. What I'd love you to walk away with is the experience of... Your beautiful, flawless, at home, true nature mm. that we so often just name love or the heart, mm. your goodness. You know, it doesn't matter if someone hurts me a thousand percent and I hurt them just a portion of one percent, that's the pain I'm experiencing. 
Mm. We think it's what they did to us, but it's what I said and did that is the cause of my suffering. Mm. I can't find a way out of that. It just proves itself out every time. Mm. I just That's why I say again, I can't afford it. So life gives us our teachers, and our teachers are the ones that 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 kick us, that down us, that kill us on Facebook, that, mm-hmm. that, that blah, 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 blah. Those are our teachers. If we can't love them, what value is love? Yes. And love is all. Love is all. So do you find that in your experience there as Byron Katie, love manifesting as Byron Katie, is there still like the natural human emotions like even if it's just for a moment of anger or fear or sadness and how does it happen there for me it comes but it seems to be happening like in a field of that love like so although I might get scared if I see something or read something and I'm not completely awoke in that moment like I'm not woke in that in that second there'll be like a gut reaction while fear fear come up that heat inside but in that, that triggers me to recognize the love that I am and that is. So I feel the love, but then I also am aware of that fear and that love fills me so much that the fear begins to dissipate. Um, But I just wonder if there's never going to be fear. (laughs) It feels like with you, it's all in the same, in in the same experience. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it all, it's like you feel the fear. Yes. But but your consciousness, it's, it's like you become aware of the cause of fear, mm-hmm. without even maybe naming it. You just are awake yes. to fears and illusion. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's what this practice shows us. It's, but to answer your question, no, I think, no, I think, but Nikki, what... What I'll use the word, the term bothers me, mm-hmm. and it's inaccurate, but I'll use it for lack of anything else coming to me. What bothers me is when it's someone who hurts another human being. Mm-hmm. That bothers me because the one that hurts that human being is hurt. Yeah. And and asleep to the cause of their suffering. They think it's the other person. So I'm watching the loss of consciousness times two. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. No, that makes complete sense. When someone says or does something harmful to another human being, it makes us if i am being if i am being hurtful to another human being it makes me meaner mm. i become more i become justified in it you see what's happening i hope your listeners can hear this it's like i'm hardening and that's what i'm justified after all he said he did but what's happening is I'm getting further and further away from my true, true nature. I'm riding an ego. And, and so this inquiry can, can, can bring us back into our true nature and focus 
And it's just one more lesson in earth school. That's why it happens. Yes. This earth school, we are here to wake up to love. Wake up to love. I love, love, love that. Wake up to love in every moment. That's what is happening. And that's my only practice is trying to recognize that love is here, that that's all that's here. And whenever I forget that, it hurts. And Nikki, you know what I love? So true. And what I love is, that's not a, that's not the best term for this, but what I'm aware of is, is um, that when I see someone suffering, Mm -hmm. and this is beyond justification, it's a realization, the way you're so clear in yours. When I see someone suffering out on the streets, or it doesn't matter if it's television or I'm there, mm-hmm. hunger. When I'm there with that, I fully understand and appreciate that other than what they're thinking and believing, they're okay. Yes. And I don't try to change them. Because the most powerful thing we can do in those moments is just Food. Yes, exactly. A kind word. Exactly. I mean, don't give me your spiritual... I'm Bumble jumbo, right? Give me bread yeah. and water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, first things first. Right. Because I can't change their thinking and I don't give people, let's say in that situation, food to change the thinking. Right. It's the right thing to do. Exactly. It comes and, from love. It's love and action. Yes, it is how to live a happy life. It's it all. It all is a self, kindness is a very selfish thing mm. that goes a very long way because it spreads itself around. Yes, yes, loving kindness, which glows out of you. You're like, like I said when we first got on, you are very radiant, and you're clearly walking this. Like love, it seems love was your path and your destination and your message and your only message. And that's how I feel too. And I'm appreciative for this conversation. I'm happy that you all tuned in to us from home. I hope you were able to follow us because I know we're both pretty far out there. Um, Please check out uh, Byron Katie's thework.com, thework.com. And if you have not joined us yet, go to my Instagram, uh, Curly Nikki on IG and get to my link tree and click so that you can join the book club because we're going to be meditating and chatting about the work um, at least for the next six weeks. So check that out. Good. Yeah. Nikki, have, have you seen the fourth book? The no, one what? after A Thousand Names for Joy? I don't believe so. What's the name of that one? Oh, it's, it's um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember, but it, it is. Um, <clears throat> it's, you have one with love in the title. Is that correct? I have I Need Your Love, Is It True? And uh, Loving What Is, mm-hmm. The Names for Joy. And then the fourth one, It's Over the Top. Something that you personally want might want to read. I will download it as here. soon as we get off, <laughs> immediately. You don't need to give me an excuse to get another book. That's what I do. Oh, it, it's <laughs> so beautiful. It could have saved us this interview. No. <laughs> You know, I'll definitely, and I'll share that too on the website so that people can download after they listen uh, to us now. 
Oh, it is just exquisite sharing time with you today, Nikki. Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I was so excited about this and just to be in this presence and this love. Thank you for the work. Thank you for what you've contributed to this very fast, like canon, you know, spirituality. It, it goes deep and there's so many different genres and like little sectors, but your work, the work, um, as a having a background in psychology and then having my own spiritual experience, this is mm. something that I can easily share with the people that I work with one-on-one, the people that I do clinical groups with. Um, so thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Love is a power. Yes. We know that. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you all so much for joining us at home. Please um, subscribe on iTunes to New Growth and leave a comment. Um, I love you all and we will be back very soon. Thank you again. Talk to you soon. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you like to get off your chest right now? Are you feeling lonely, unappreciated, or misunderstood? When you keep these feelings bottled up, they can affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and work through whatever is weighing you down. It's a great way to increase your self-awareness, change negative thought patterns, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Be Here Now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Be Here Now.